Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you very much, Jay, and greetings to everyone. There is no better way to begin this broadcast than to go to the beginning, the first chapter of the first book of the Bible. Let us listen to Genesis 1. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Dear friends, may I stop right here? Is this not good? Doesn't it thrill you to hear of the power of our Creator? And now back to Genesis 1, verse 14. Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created sea creatures and every living thing that moves, with which the waters abounded, according to their kind, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, 
cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed to which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you it shall be for food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. For our broadcast today, dear friends, please consider the word creation. When one thinks of creation, one cannot help but to think of God. And today, we want to think about Christian evidences. And we're going to think on these things in a moment, but first... Our J. Webb has a wonderful study opportunity. As one studies the Bible, questions may arise. Please know the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a study titled Answering Questions to Christianity. It is comprised of one booklet with a number of questions and biblical answers. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Question Booklet. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988, and please leave your name, address, and just say, Question Booklet. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Question Booklet. We'll send it right away. We trust this study will help with answers to questions you may have. Let's go back to Jeff. Don't you love reading and hearing Genesis chapter 1? Romans 1 and verse 20 is a wonderful reminder of the text of Romans 1, or rather Genesis 1, as Paul writes, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. The invisible is seen. Dear friends, that is unique, yet it is true. The latter part of Romans 1.20 identify those attributes as His eternal power and Godhead. The American Standard Version renders this, even His everlasting power and divinity. The English Standard Version, His eternal power and divine nature. All of these are accurate renderings. God's invisible attributes we cannot see, but we acknowledge He exists. His eternal, everlasting power is expressed within His divinity, His divine nature. He is divine. He is spirit. 
God is spirit. They that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. John 4.24 And please note, dear friends, that we understand this, according to Romans 1.20, by the things that are made. We are able to look at the creation and see it could not have happened by a chaotic moment in time, like a Big Bang theory, and from that chaos we have perfect order. Let's elaborate on this with some thoughts from our friend Kyle Butt of Apologet Express. Apologet Express has rendered a most excellent service in making available more scripturally sound and scientifically accurate materials in the field of Christian apologetics. We would encourage you here from the International Gospel Hour to check out their excellent and informative website at apologeticspress.org. We have their website as a link from our website, internationalgospelhour.com. I am thankful to know Kyle and am thankful for his friendship and fellowship in Christ, and we at the International Gospel Hour are also appreciative for his work and the work at Apologetics Press. In the guide and study book titled One Word, Kyle brings forth under the title, Seeing an Invisible God. Listen to Kyle's thoughts that are worthy of this study. Currently in the United States, unbelief and non-religion are the fastest-growing religions in the country. Skeptical organizations are popping up by the hundreds on our university campuses, and atheistic writings are topping the bestseller list. In fact, more than 20 million U.S. citizens claim to be agnostics and atheists. The current generation who are teenagers, now, they are dealing with unbelief on a scale that is unprecedented in the history of our country. What is the root of this epidemic of skepticism? We are told that modern science and critical thinking have finally done away with the obsolete concept of a divine creator. Those who have been enlightened, if you will, and follow the evidence where it leads, we are informed, have been forced to abandon the idea of God because there is not any evidence of his existence. So goes the party line of unbelief. In truth, however, there is more than enough evidence to know for a fact that a divine creator exists. When we look at the universe and the things that we can touch, see, taste, hear, and smell, they force all honest-hearted people to the conclusion that there is a God. How is that the case? When we see a laptop computer on a bench, we know intelligent men and women designed and manufactured it. Yet the human brain is the most advanced computering system anyone has ever seen. When we see an artificial prosthetic hand, we know brilliant engineers were behind its design. One look at a regular human hand, however, shows the superiority of it over any prosthesis. Just as fingerprints match a person to a scene, the hallmarks and fingerprints of God's design and power provide ample evidence of His existence. Truly, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows His handiwork. Psalm 19 and verse 1. The heavens indeed show God's glory. We see His handiwork in the sky, the firmament. By day, the beauty of blue, the clouds, all throughout, and at night, the moon, clear skies and stars and constellations that admit a Creator put them there. To God be the glory. May I pause here and as always extend thanks to the editorial board of One Word, and especially the board member and co-editor Dale Jenkins, for permission to use this material on the International Gospel Hour. We are indebted to them for their good work 
and our fellowship with them. And now let's pause and hear from our J-Webb. Hello, friends. Miss a broadcast of Are You Listening? Please know you may easily access previous broadcasts through our podcast partners at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. Just search for International Gospel Hour, and you can find previous broadcasts of Are You Listening? They are always there, 24-7, for you to listen or download. And now, let's continue our study today. And what a great study. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Jeff Archie, and until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series, by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh,